0: Hey, everybody. This is Tech Vibe Radio. This is Jonathan Kirsting from the Pittsburgh Technology Council. And we have a very special show for you tonight. I'm really pumped for this. We are actually starting where we began and began where we're starting. We are in San Francisco at the tail end of our West Coast tour where we took 15 entrepreneurs out to the West Coast to introduce them to some media and to some and to some, some finance, venture-type sources, And uh, we're going to bring you interviews from throughout the past two days on the West Coast. I have a really cool, special kind of co-host with me tonight to kind of kick this thing off. I have Alicia McGinnis, who's the new executive director of 40 by 80. So, Alicia, welcome to the show. Thanks for taking the time. We're in the San Francisco airport right now after winding up two days. So, like I said, we're, we're, we're beginning at the end. What are your, Tell us about 40 by 80 real fast, and let's get into what you think about this trip, and let's describe this to our listeners before we get into a whole bunch of interviews with some really cool companies.
1: Yes. Well, uh, first of all, 40 by 80 is a nonprofit economic development organization that the Tech Council envisioned and sponsored, and it's funded by, at this point, the Pennsylvania um, DCED, right? Department of Community and... Edu- and uh, what was that again?
0: Economic Development.
1: Thank you, Jonathan. No, all okay. right. So, um, so our mandate at 40 by 80 is to help startup companies connect globally with commercial partners and funding partners. And we have fantastic technology coming out of Pittsburgh, and we want to get the message out. And it is already out there, but we want to really facilitate connections with, with the right partners.
0: But and that's why we're so excited to have you on the trip because Forty Eighty spun from the council, but you're taking it and growing it to new places. And this is kind of our our first kind of a project together, you know, with you taking over as as executive director just a couple months ago. And your background is fantastic. You're an entrepreneur. You're an investor. So you you, you know what you know what the pain points are. You know what's going on.
1: Right. Well, um, these entrepreneurs that came with us all have spectacular startups, and they're just at different stages. We've we've got some real rock stars in here, and we've got some people who are are digging for value with with really wonderful ideas. So this trip was perfect because we were able to listen to some VCs talk about value propositions for them as far as the likelihood that they might invest in these companies. Plus, we heard some amazing things from uh, press uh, PR people and uh, journalists that were super valuable. So, you know, we call this Pittsburgh Venture Out. And we all came out here as a group and represented Pittsburgh, and I, it was fantastic to be part of something with so much, uh, so much color. We got that comment a number of times from panelists, like, "Wow, you've got companies that range from." Uh, you know, really high-tech things to medical device things to oh, fishing. Uh, know. you know, you know uh, sort even of... Even a, a
0: shaving thing. company, like shaving somebody who wants to take on Gillette with, you know, right. ordering your blades online.
1: Right. So, you know, even though we are uh, basically uh, a city that has centers of excellence around uh, robotics, you know, and, and gaming and medical plays... We have so much subtlety and color in what our entrepreneurs are, are bringing out. So this trip here was uh, you know, the first collaboration between 40 by 80 and the Tech Council that I've been a part of, and we have so much value to share between what the Tech Council does and what 40 by 80 needs to do in terms of connecting our Pittsburgh entrepreneurs with the world, right? So one of my favorite uh, things that I took from this was uh, one of our VCs, Mentioned that you know, just because you're from Pittsburgh is is uh, there's no reason why you shouldn't expect that you would be really fully supported by a VC um, partner, um, and so. I mean, I, I'm just full of comments, but let me give you a chance to speak.
0: No, you're hitting the nail right on the head. For me, the, the, the proudest moment was bringing around such a diversity of companies to get in front of a bunch of investors, a bunch of media, and a bunch of PR professionals. And we were at Google's uh, offices in San, in, in San Francisco, as we'll see in the uh, in the upcoming interviews. And we were also at Draper University in its Hero City in San Mateo. So just being in the Valley and making these types of connections, I think, was just so valuable. And that kind Comes out in the interviews that we're gonna be playing for you in just a couple minutes. And we have so many of them. We have companies like a Bill of Life, Excel Diagnostics, Boxy. Leaf Shave, Lucas Systems, Simcoach Games, Rejuvenate. I mean, the list keeps going on. No Wait, one of my favorite companies, they have an app that actually lets me go to the restaurants that I want to go to and get in line ahead of time. So for us, uh, to, to, to make this all come together, like, I was all tired a minute ago, but now as I talk about this, I'm getting all pumped up again, but we're exhausted. This is the end of two days. We're in the San Francisco airport. It's like 10 o'clock at night. We're catching the red-eye back. We're putting the show together now so we can play it on Friday. This, this, this Friday, everyone's Tuning in right now, so I'm really pumped about this, and we're starting off with an interview with Jessica Trivis from SimCoach Coach Games. Right. She's such an amazing entrepreneur. She's been she's been doing gamified learning since 2002.
1: Right. She's definitely one of the pioneers in our region, and uh, you know the v- everyone uh, looks towards Carnegie Mellon. I mean, globally for innovation. So uh, you know, Jessica and the the whole uh, education and gaming. Um, center there that, that they've developed is one example of how, um, you know, our, our Pittsburgh technology is, is a leader, and, and it's it's so easy to go out there and, and kind of go along for the ride and, and try to, you know, make great things happen, be, be part of this team. So it's been wonderful being out here with you.
0: So we have Jess Tribus here from Sim Coach Games. You're a no stranger to Tech Vibe Radio with the Pittsburgh Technology Council. Earlier in the trip, I did refer to you as one of the pioneers in Pittsburgh when it comes to, actually, not Pittsburgh, the world, when it comes to the gamification of learning. You were doing this back in 2002 before anyone was really thinking about this, and you've been doing it ever since. So thanks for taking the time to talk to us, Jess. What's up with some coach games these days?
2: Oh, man, we've evolved so much. We've learned so much since mm-hmm. 2002 when we really had this crazy idea. <laughs> hey, at Carnegie Mellon, yeah. can you use games for other things than entertainment, like training? Um, so obviously the technology has evolved. Everything's mobile now. I going to say,
0: I mean, how do you keep pace with that? You just do. You just do. <laughs> exactly right. You just
2: do. I mean, you know, we're we're developing tons of games. The games are shorter, snappier. So two to five minute micro games that might focus on, you know, of course we're doing workforce development and training. So the games might focus on discovering a career or a, a job uh, in particular, um, certain job skills. They might uh, be games to assess your aptitude for something that you might be interested in. They might be games of about certain social behaviors right, like right, right. soft skills, uh, the the biggest um, change or evolution really is that we're trying to give these games away for free.
0: Well, no, you got to give them away for free, but how are you can make money on these things?
2: So we think it's all about the data.
0: Uh, of course, it is.
2: Thought yeah. about this for a long time. Okay. Who cares if a hundred thousand people are playing your micro games, and who cares if they're great games that uh, sort of simulate great skills? Uh, if no one knows who's playing them. And then the, the critical skills are the skills that, uh, that, that they have, that these players have capabilities in. Uh, and so a lot of our work now um, is not only with big companies looking at their training, but it's actually sort of before they hire people in workforce development. So uh, we focus on hourly workforce in construction, in retail, in food service, in healthcare. People might not even realize that they have an aptitude or an interest in a certain career from, from sort of a job seeker standpoint. Uh, and from an employer standpoint um, or an industry standpoint, how do you find all of these people that? Uh, that have the skills. And, and how do you make that match? And um, wouldn't it be better to, to know if people are, are capable or have some of the basic training um, or competencies before you hire them and before, I mean, these are industries there's a lot of turnover.
0: Oh, absolutely. And he was thinking back in 2002 about collecting all this data. I mean, it was kind of just, played sparks in the back of your brain at that point.
2: Well, actually we actually we talked about it a lot back in 2002 to 2005 and the reason we did is because we always knew that you can track any decision someone makes in a game. And so we said wait a minute, if we're competing with other training back at the time, we're competing with videos or click through, powerpoints, whatever right, right. lectures, uh, that is just sort of understanding who took what and sort of like for compliance Versus, if you play a video game, I know if you're using the right skill at the right time. Now and
0: it's getting crazy. Yeah. Crazy. So we only got a couple seconds left. What were your thoughts on this on this trip we took out here to uh, San Francisco?
2: This trip has been great. It, it, it just so appreciative that uh, it came together the way it did. Um, to be honest with you, I uh, loved sort of the community that we came out with. Very and nice. spending yeah. time with the other Pittsburgh entrepreneurs.
0: Excellent. So uh, you got to build some deeper relationships with, with your fellow
2: tech companies yeah, in Pittsburgh. And, and frankly, have a share group and have conversations like last night and this morning about what we were hearing and, and going a little deeper. And I think that there was value in that. Uh, the panelists uh, were great. We got some great insights and, and certainly can follow up with some of the, the folks that, that were on the panels from Silicon Valley. But it's always good, at least for me, to get away from the details of my bit, or my industry or my, my town and to sort of reflect and hear from experts in other areas and then, you know, just go home all fired up.